Nate, where are you? This is Riff Randall, rock and roller. Um, I'm so happy to uh, leave you a message, and sorry I missed you. All right. Gabba gabba hey! What's up, guys? Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast, episode 174. I am Nate. Hope everyone is doing excellent. Thanks for tuning in. Looks like uh, looks like this is going to be a fun episode for me. It's Ramones Day, and I'm in the presence of Canadian punk rock royalty, Lasha Reed. What's up, Lasha? <laughs> hey, Nate. It's so nice to talk to you. I feel like I know you already. Absolutely. I was just telling somebody tonight I felt like I was going to be talking to a friend. Yeah, we're buddies. Yeah, I'm excited. Punk rock royalty, that's uh, that's pretty nice. You I, know... I like it. I, I like it. I think that Queen. because, I mean, you know, Jim, I, I think some people look at, at Jim as like he's a king, you know, for sure. Maybe <laughs> maybe even a god. You should hear what people say about your husband. Really? <laughs> yeah. I love it. They don't say that to me, that's for sure. I hear it. I hear it. He's got some, he's got some rabid fans, you know. No, the Vapids are fantastic. I, you know, I'm a big fan too. I don't like to say that very often, but I, I <laughs> not to him at least. I, uh, no, I am a huge. <laughs> that's right, not to him, but I am a huge Vapids fan. Awesome, awesome, huge, yeah. So, um, I'm glad we're finally doing this. It seems like we were supposed to do this uh, months ago when the Lorena's record was coming out. I know. I'm sorry about that. I'm not sure what happened. We kind of. Uh, I didn't didn't get our shit together and and uh, but here I am now and I, you, I thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, yeah. I think you bailed on me for a pool party or something. I was going <laughs> to a party. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't I can't want blame to you. come back and and I was I wanted to start drinking is the problem, right? Oh yeah. And then I didn't want to do this podcast after I had had a few <laughs> beverages. Uh, I didn't want to slur. I didn't want to uh, spill too much dirt, if you will, about Jim. No, <laughs> all right. So, uh, so before we go any anywhere here, I got to tell you about my big plans for you and Jim. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, so so this idea, I've been thinking about this for. Uh, I'm a, I'm a real nerd. This has been months in the planning here, but um, this idea stems from you and Jim doing the awards, the Dummy Room Awards show, the the presentation thing. Thanks. By oh, the way, oh, that was a very very serious project for Jim. <laughs> that was... It was he had. He had uh, notes for me. He had cue cards. It was a whole thing here. Yeah, and you guys did it like one take with like live snare drum and everything, right? One right. mic? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, yes, we did. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. You guys were like so enthusiastic. I loved it. Not everyone is well, that, that enthusiastic, so I appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. And I have to tell you, that awards show was great. And um, I know you got a little bit of backlash, but it was, uh, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I loved everything about it. I thought you did a great job and don't stop doing it. That's for sure. All right. I'll, I'll take that into consideration. So okay. I was, I Good. was thinking um, yeah. that maybe I was thinking that you guys should do a radio show together immediately afterward. Cause you sounded so, it was so good, but then I came up with a better idea. So okay. it's, it's going to be like an American Idol knockoff style show, like 
punk right? rock punk rock idol or something lame like that. And I like it. I like and it. Jim will be like the Simon Cowell and you'll be like Paula Abdul and you'll just argue about what bands suck and what bands don't suck. You know what? <laughs> I was meant I was meant to be a judge. I think that is the best idea that I've ever heard. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to get my people on it immediately. Yeah. So I was just thinking, put you right. guys in front of some bands and the rest just, it just writes itself, you know? Jim is very surly, though, and very judgy. <laughs> yeah. So well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get, Yeah, I can see how he could do the whole Simon Cowell part. And... Would he be honest, though? Because I'm be like. honest. That's the problem. He'd be too honest. Too honest. Yes. And then we wouldn't have any friends anymore. <laughs> i would love it because that's right? I, I love that because that's totally not me like i can't you know if yeah. a band comes to me or something I, i'm never like oh you're terrible you know i i'm you know it's so hard to knock people down but it, it is sometimes fun to you know see or hear he's, people he, <laughs> get knocked he's down he's hard bit. on he that's right he's as hard on himself though as he is on other bands so oh yeah he's he's just very very picky about punk rock um i just think it would be <laughs> hilarious <laughs> it would so, be fun that's i've seriously been thinking about that so i've been that's one of my notes i have like three How things do written do down and i don't know i don't know anybody yeah we'll have to didn't you, i'll have to didn't you go to school for out. like video or something yeah yeah i went to film school <laughs> there you go <laughs> that was a long time ago <laughs> what is it is it yeah the, i could probably reach reach into my into my old book of contacts and see what I can come up with. Is there anything yeah. like, um, I don't know, like local access or uh, what's it called? Like um, CBC? CBC? Is that what it's called? CBC? Yeah, they've got all kinds of stuff, but I think we've got to go right to internet, right? We have to reach the masses. Yeah. So what do you think about that? <laughs> I think you guys could just put together like a little uh, YouTube show in your basement. Like you guys could right where you're at right now, put a nice camera Listen, in front of you and just watch. Uh, I, I would be all over that. Jim would not. <laughs> That's for sure. He would. Uh, uh, he's, he he uh, would have to interact with people. Yeah. So just so everybody listening knows, I did ask you and Jim to be on, and Jim declined. I don't think he likes me. What's his problem with me, anyways? No, no. He he likes you. He. <laughs> I'm um, just kidding. He. Uh, I don't know. He's I just, just shy. He just doesn't doesn't. Yeah, he's very very shy and. He doesn't like to do things like this. I've asked him on. And I, he's just—he's one of those guys. He's on the list. I have this list yeah. of people that I have to have on before it's all said and done, and uh, he's on it. Let him know that. I'll talk. I'll talk him into it. <laughs> he he can be on the to. last it's, episode it's with important. me. He's going to love that one. That's right. What last episode? So I figured the last episode, whenever it is, I'll just—I'll uh, just call these people that have already been on the show because I have yeah. their numbers. We'll just call them in the middle of the night, and we'll, <laughs> we'll be—we'll uh, be drunk. <laughs> And we'll just uh, wake them up and just, you know, be rude. I don't think you should wait for the last show to do that. I think that would be a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Just one show and you just have maybe 15 shots and then you start calling people. Imagine calling like point. Ben Weasel at yes, 2 a.m. Yes, it would be great. It would be great. I, that would be the best show. Yeah, that would, would be a ratings getter there. Right? So... I like that. I like that better than the the punk idol idea. No, I don't think so. I think Jim being Simon Cowell trashing shitty punk rock <laughs> bands is gold. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Oh, it would be very embarrassing. 
So it's uh it's it's Ramon's yeah. day, but it's also um record store day. What do you Very think of record store day? day? Ramon's day. Yeah, I don't know about record store day. It's <laughs> it's kind of it's uh it's messing up everybody's record orders. It's so lame. Now. Nobody can I know, I don't like record store day. Every day should be record store day. If you like records, yeah, go and get records. Doesn't it's, you know, I think when it started to support Record Store Day, I think, or to support, you know, independent record stores, record I think store. that was cool. But now it's it's yeah. kind of turned into this, like, 180 gram pink pink vinyl for shitty soundtracks and... That's right. Almond Brother reissues or something, you know? Yeah, I don't um, like it. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Um, it's, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, uh, I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, did you know that Jim used to own a record store? I didn't. I did not. No. I, I... Yeah, in Hamilton. It was called Raining Sound cool. after the band. Okay. Yeah. It was really neat. How long ago Mostly was that? Mostly punk rock. Yeah. Uh, 2008. No, no, before that. 2005 to 2008, maybe, or 2007. Cool. Yeah, it was a really neat store. It was tiny and packed solid with, with <laughs> records. It was really good. And he had shows there all the time. We used to play there all the time. It was great. Nice. So much fun. Yeah, and he'd have uh, $2 beers. At a record store. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a blast. That's cool. He had a record store. Um, How's his distro doing? Forbidden Beat. Oh, it's Beat. awesome. Yeah, Forbidden Beat distro. He, uh, he's got tons of stuff on there. It's. Um, he seems to be pretty busy yeah, with just it. Go... <laughs> I know. Listen. It is uh, every day there is a giant box coming from somewhere. Um, and uh, yeah, he's got tons of stuff. It's so over on Instagram, uh, Forbidden Beat Distro. It's kind of fucking crazy that Canada really didn't have any cool distros before. Right. Yeah. He's, he's having a blast with it, too. It's good. It's a good good uh, thing for him to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really cool. Um, I don't know. Hopefully he does. Uh, hopefully he's doing well. I, he's doing really well. He's yeah. uh, going to the post office like mad every day. <laughs> does he like going to the post office? Um, so uh, he does sometimes. Sometimes it <laughs> frustrates him oh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The post office <laughs> for a record label guy is like the worst and the best. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially but it, it's when you have to fill out all those customs forms, too, if they're going to the States. Oh. It's, uh, it's a big thing. Does he does he sell a lot to the States? Um, I think... I think 50-50, maybe. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I hate the custom forms. It's a lot of work. So, uh, he's, so. he's going to keep going, but, though. Yeah, he's going to keep going. He's got awesome. lots of new stuff coming in, like I said, every day. So, um, if, <laughs> if you get a chance, check it out. Yeah. Um, and uh, keep checking back, because there's new stuff. Like I said, he's he's constantly posting yeah. new records. So, you got a nice big record shelf full of stuff? Distro stuff. Uh, it's taking up, yeah, taking up a lot of the basement as well. Cool. Um, I am slowly being inched out of here with his records and gear and everything else around here. But uh, no, I'm, I'm happy for him. It's going well. That's so awesome. I'm glad he exciting. likes it because Canada yeah. needed something, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Awesome. We used to, the record store that in, in my town, we've only had like one, you know, but it's it's been in like three locations. But the original location when I was a kid was so cool. I used to go in there and it'd be like, yeah, I didn't even know what punk rock was, but I just remember like Black Flag stuff and Minutemen stuff and all this SST stuff and metal. Right? And crammed, cool, all but... crammed in there. Yeah. And they used to do bands. And I was in a, like, my first band ever. I was like 15. We played there. And we were like, that was our first show outside the Whoa. attic. And we thought it was so cool. And two of our friends showed up. <laughs> and it was like, this is still the best time, you know? Still one of probably the, 
you know, most memorable shows just because it was at a record store? Listen, some of the best shows ever when no one shows up. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we played we played this huge, maybe like a like a big music hall, like uh, probably 600, 700 person capacity, which was big for us. And not one person showed up. <laughs> like not one. <laughs> the only people there were the bartenders and our husbands and boyfriends. And that's it. Wow. It was great. How does a show yeah, like that it was happen? Super fun. I don't know. Somebody did a bad booking. It was that it was like a like a a dance club type thing. And then some we went in there they had a little pool hall next door and we walked in and somebody said, Go back to Toronto. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> so we were dressed all up, you know, to play. It was really funny. But yeah, those were the best best uh best shows. Did they think you were somebody? I mean I, No, they just <laughs> You know what I, I mean? Because that's a big room for for uh for a small band. We were playing a, a cluster of four or five shows around the area. And uh, the guy that was booking them just, just booked a, a bad venue is what happened. I think. Cause uh, yeah, they were all there. The other bands that played were there, but that's it. Not one person. I was at was a show great. once um, locally here. We, we have an all ages venue. It's been here for 30 years and I used to go to every single show. This was early on. And um, the guy who owns the place still owns it. He was, uh, he would, like, managed a, like, a shitty bar band, like a festival kind of band from Madison. They came up and they played, and I was the only person there. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, even worse. Oh, to yeah. To be the only person in attendance. <laughs> yeah, and they were horrible, too. It was, like, it wasn't something I liked, but I was just there because I supported the club or whatever and went to everything but they were terrible i mean they were good at what they did but it was just so corny and you know just kind of corny rock stuff and yeah i just kind of stood in the back probably left you couldn't early. leave you couldn't leave <laughs> I, pro- I probably did i was yeah i was probably or too embarrassed to, to be there like someone's gonna right. walk in and see me here you know <laughs> um but yeah but this year is um this year's record store day has a has a cool ramones release the box set the sire the sire albums i saw that yeah it looks good i'm i'm a little disappointed because i saw that immediately i thought uh does that mean the uh the cool box sets like that we've seen road to ruin and all the good albums have had these cool like you know multi-disc sets with them and like the demos and the live show we've had all that so are we not gonna get that for you know the sire albums i'm worried about that yeah, I don't know. It's a cash grab for him, maybe, huh? No Somebody. Idea. I I think it. I I'm not sure what's going on there. I'm sure yeah. it's quite fascinating when you dig <laughs> dig deep. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's celebrity gossip, right? Our kind of celebrity gossip. I want to get one though. Yeah, I, me too. We'll we'll get it for sure. I don't know. My my city doesn't have. We have a record store. They'll get like one copy, and some somebody else will get it. You know. But I'll try. Do you live in a big city? No, I don't. I live in a small city. Oh, that's nice. Not really. <laughs> well, we have, I, I can't complain. We have, we do have a record store and we have like a, an all ages venue for, you know, like a legendary club that everybody's played at. So nice. Still there. It's cool. It's exciting. All right. So like I said, I wish, I wish I would yeah. have had you on when the, uh, Lorena's album was, you know, re-released. How exciting was that oh. for you? Oh, we were so excited. You guys were all over it Facebook was... for like a couple months. You couldn't go on without seeing well, yeah. something about you guys. 
I know. It, it was so awesome. Um, we, uh, yeah, we've been wanting to put that out on vinyl for a long time. And uh, John from Mom's Basement just uh, happened to get a hold of Jim and ask him if it was a possibility. Um, and then between him and Jim and uh, and Carlo in, from Surf and Kai in Italy, uh, they put it out for us. It was great. Cool. Good reception too. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, it was good. I loved it. Um, I, oh, I I'm glad. I didn't know anything about the Lorena's. I never saw. I never saw the Lorena's live or anything. So, so give me give me the Lorena's story. I guess. Well, um, we. Uh, all of us had husbands or boyfriends in bands, and uh, we just thought one day uh, we were at the jam house where all of our husbands' bands were practicing, and we just thought we'd start to jam and start to pick up some instruments, and cool. uh, and it ended up that uh, we were okay. <laughs> we could <laughs> we could actually do it a little bit, and then we started getting shows, and then it started getting bigger and bigger, and. Uh, we ended up playing the Warp Tour for a couple of years, just on a little, on like the MySpace stage one time and a Shira Girl stage on, on another time. But it was, it was a good run. It was super fun. There was um, four of us girls and then our drummer was Pete Laudamer from Forgotten Rebels. Okay. Um, which was a, are you familiar with them? They're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. a pretty big Canadian punk band in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Um, How'd that happen? Yeah, like, so how do you get a guy like that in your band? Ah, uh, he was just around. He was around <laughs> okay. and and knew our bass player Carrie. Cool. And uh, and uh, yeah, he he uh, he had a hard time with us girls. We were crazy, <laughs> crazy. We wouldn't listen to him. We did whatever we wanted to. It was it was very hard to corral us. We were, um, yeah, we had a, a whole lot of fun. It was a blast for a long time. And then um, and then we, I think we played our last show in two thousand nine or ten and then um uh my guitar player lisa she married scotty vapid the drummer for the vapids okay um i married jim we all started having kids uh our bass player carrie started a big business a clothing business and um so we just kind of uh, fell apart and everybody went to do their own thing and so now seems like a good time our kids are getting older and thought it was good to get it out there and I love the songs. Like it, it, we, we just had such a blast doing shows and and doing all those songs all the time. It was great. So it was it was it was super fun to revisit all of those songs. It's for sure. What's your kid think? You know, he's around. Not all interested. This. Not interested. Yeah. Not interested. <laughs> what are you whatsoever. doing, mom? <laughs> he, yeah, he's not interested. Jim's bought him a couple of guitars that sit in his room, dusty. Um, he <laughs> enjoys techno music. Um, he likes to play video games. He's not impressed uh, at all. <laughs> he, <laughs> but that's usually how it goes, right? We can't force them. Yeah, but does does he know though? I mean, like, I don't know. I know, like, you don't you don't view, you know, Jim as this, you know, this legend, you know. But no, like, does he does he know that that Jim has fans like kind of all over, and he's looked at like um, this Canadian like punk rock, you know, king. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, you know what uh, I mean, though. Yeah, no, he knows that he plays some shows, and he yeah, knows yeah. that um, he uh, he went to Italy a few times to play, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so he knows that. Um, but other than that, no, he's he like I said, it just it just um, he's eleven. He's just not interested. Yeah, yeah. It's not uh, not a big deal. 
couple of years for him. Maybe in a couple of years. He'll be yeah. A rocker. Yeah. 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 He'll be interested. I don't even think he knows I, I played in a band at oh, all. I don't I was... think we've ever, we've ever mentioned that. I don't want him to know that. <laughs> I don't think. Then he starts Googling me and seeing stuff. It's, uh... <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you if he liked, uh, Lorraine is or Vapid's more. <laughs> if he but... did. Oh, well, I, I would never let him listen to those lyrics on the Lorena's. They're uh, very racy. <laughs> From and and I'm singing them right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty gross. Mom, who's this song about? Done. Right? Yeah, he'd be grossed out. JJ, nobody was on the show last week or a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I asked him like, you know, his kids listen, his boys listen to the nobodies, and I thought, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, right. but he said he How is. How old are they? Uh, they're are they older, older. Like some of them, oh, yeah, okay. like adult adults. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but, yeah. Maybe at that time, but I don't know. I would be mortified if I found out my mother was singing about her, like, red hot song <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and and just getting drunk and stupid all the time. I know it would be awful. Don't 
One day, one day he'll know. Did you grow up in Toronto or where are you from? Yeah, I grew up uh, in Oshawa, uh, where we live now. We live uh, okay. just outside of Toronto, about 45 minutes outside of Toronto, uh, east. We used to live in Hamilton. Oh, yeah, I know where is Hamilton a little bit is. Bigger. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Hamilton, though, once. Um, Hamilton's cool. I liked London. We had a blast there. London's fun, too. Yeah, yep. that, that was the one that I always liked because, I don't know. My wife really liked it, too. We went to, a, like, a Japanese garden there. and Oh, uh, nice. Yes, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Yep. She a lot of my it. friends went to university there. They okay. have a big university. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and, and yeah. a couple of record stores when I was there and a club I never got to go to that I always wanted to. Call the office? Call the office. Uh, yeah. That's a we had a lot of fun playing there too. I used to see the schedule, all the bands that would play there. I'm like, man, I want to go there sometime. And uh when I was yeah. there, I, I was there a couple of times, but there was never shows going on or something like that. So bummer. How come you came to Toronto so often? Just just on quick no, trips or just a couple of times. My my buddy yeah. lives in um, he lives in Montreal. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just visiting stuff That's like a that. Cool city. Yeah, That's a great city. Yeah, and he was actually um, he grew up in Ottawa, so like he yeah. always talked about Ottawa and stuff. So I had to stop there, you know, and find a record store. <laughs> this was years yeah. ago, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just you know a few trips back and forth. Nice. I always remember the my spots, you know, where to go. Well, yeah. Well, you'll have to come and visit next time you come. Uh, I, I never went anywhere in Toronto, so I'd love to, like, go there and really visit. Yeah. So, someday. That's a big Definitely. city, though. It's hard to just kind of stop in and do something quick, <laughs> you know? Well, you get a full day. You, you get the, the gist of it. Yeah. It's a good city, though. I love it. It's cool. It's It's, I don't know, it was a little overwhelming just to, like... Yeah. drive in and try to find something it's like eh, you know yeah it's weird yeah. i always thought it was cool they had those trolley cars yeah is that what they're the, called on the rails yeah uh yeah yeah streetcar trolley car it's like stepping back um, in time or something it looks weird it is <laughs> yeah yeah it is weird i don't i don't understand them i don't know what the the point i don't know if they're uh, on their way out but um, i would think so yeah yeah right <laughs> i can't they still Get have stuck them then, behind huh? those things yeah they do they do um, yeah, it's not fun to get stuck behind those guys. Yeah, so I grew up uh, in Oshawa, and then I went to university in uh, in Hamilton, and that's where I met Jim. And he's from Hamilton. Cool, cool. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you how you guys met and when, but... <laughs> um, I It was 2002. Okay. And uh, I was uh, I was at school there, and um, he, was, he was just finishing the Teenage Head album when we met. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun. So they were um, they were active at that time. Oh, very active. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, um, I was doing my post grad at that time. But when I was doing my undergrad, uh, we I would go see the Vapids all the time. Ninety seven, ninety eight. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a little bar called the Cork Town, and um, I I was the only one out of my friends that that liked punk rock that liked uh, going to shows so uh, I would go by myself and just watch and um, never really talk to anybody would just sit back and watch the there was a Hamilton had a really really great punk rock scene at that point nice um, so it was it was fun a lot of fun to go and see the what was coming out of Hamilton at that point that's cool super fun yeah yeah I know you have um and I want to get I want to get into like um your history a little bit too 
But um, yeah, I figured we'd we'd get there when you know this is a, Ram- a Ramones Day episode, and yeah, I don't, I don't. It's kind of weird. Like I don't. It'd be cool to have a Ramon on for this episode, but I think I think it's just as good, if not better, to have a non-Ramon on. Because well, it's nice to hear everybody's different stories yeah, and yeah. why we're all why we're all uh, brought together. Yeah, right. It's cool to hear CJ and Marky talk, but it's th- it's the same stories just rehashed on every podcast, and that and that's cool. But everyone has their own Ramon story, like you said, and most people don't know you have a cool one. I see these pictures yeah. that you post on Facebook, and you're like 13 years old wearing Ramon <laughs> shirts. So how did you get into the Ramones? So this is a funny story. Um, I when I was about seven years old, uh, I'm I'm old. At this point, I'm 45. I pretend that I'm 40, but I'm 45. <laughs> so around the mid 80s, I was about seven years old, and um, you couldn't really rent a lot of movies. There were movie stores, right, yeah, where you would go yeah. to. I don't even think Blockbuster was out then. It was like gas um, stations and, VC- and shit had them. Yeah, like yeah. VCRs had just come out, and my dad went to the one movie store in town. And he brought back a bunch of movies for my brother and I. And one of them was Rock and Roll High School. And I watched that video. Uh, I think we had it for a 24-hour period. And I probably watched it 10, 10 times. Just over and over and over and cool. over again. And I was obsessed. And um, we came from a, you know, like a middle-class family. My parents were older. And they didn't weren't really into punk rock. And my brother yeah. listened to a little bit like he was into Billy Idol and Generation X but um yeah I my mom took me to the record store we bought Rocket to Russia and uh from then on it was very a very serious obsession and it was it was weird because I wasn't into like dressing punk and I wasn't into patches and again it was before like the internet so it was very hard to even find a Ramones shirt I had to go, um, my mom drove me, I think I was about 10 years old, she drove me to uh, Rochester to the Great House of Guitars, because someone had said that there was Ramones stuff there. And so she drove me all the way to Rochester, and um, got me my first Ramones shirt. And I think I wore that thing, like, you wouldn't believe. And then I finally, oh, and this was a good story, I was so obsessed, I, I used to call, like, um the directory for New York city to try to get one of their phone numbers (laughs) to try to call them. That's great. It was, it was crazy. And, um, and then, uh, when Didi left the band in 80, 88, was it 88? Yeah. Um, I wore black. It was between grade (laughs) seven and eight. I wore black for three weeks. Um, it was the summer. It was announced in the summer between my grade seven and eight. And then, um, Finally, in grade eight, I got to see my very first Ramones show, and that was with CJ. He was brand new, and it was the Escape from New York tour with Debbie Harry. Crazy. It was awesome. It was it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And um, and then I loved it so much. My mom and my mom was so cool. Like they were so like preppy and square. And my dad was a lawyer, and my mom was a teacher. And and but she, they were so excited that I was into something that uh, my mom drove me to upstate New York to see them on that same tour to Darien Lake. Was a, it was another amusement park. Um, so that was that was amazing. So that was my first two shows, and then just finally, um, 
in grade 10, 10th grade, sorry, for you Americans, 10th grade, um, they came to my city, my Oshawa. Nice. And um, one of my dad's clients was the owner of the club that they were playing at. And um, so he got me in to watch the sound check and I got to meet them. That's and awesome. it was they were all sitting at a table and I I went up to the table and I had some stuff for them to sign and I was crying and I <laughs> and I put my hands down on the table and Johnny goes stop shaking the table. <laughs> and then I so I didn't really listen and I and I put my hands down again and I shook the table and he goes look we can't sign anything if you keep shaking the table. <laughs> and then um so I, I started crying again, and then um, CJ kind of said, we're, you know, he apologized for, for the rudeness, but I don't know. Johnny's still my favorite Ramon. <laughs> That's awesome. That has to be yeah. one of the coolest things that has ever happened to you. It was, it was, it was pretty incredible. And then they came to my local radio station or um, the local record store, Star Records, which was a, another really cool place that, that really got me into punk rock. Um, and, uh, and they were signing autographs there. So I met them again. Um, but it was, yeah. And then, so, so then that goes on. They used to come uh, yearly. So I would go and see them. Um, I'd sneak into bars with fake ID or I'd, you know, just any way to get to see them. And meanwhile, Jim is in Hamilton doing the same thing, right? Like he was obsessed <laughs> the same with me from a very young age. And so by the time we had met, it was, it was, uh, we, we kind of got together based on our, on our true love of all things Ramones. Awesome. And, um. Yeah, and by the time I'd met him, he had his own history with Ramones too. Like he was friends with Dee Dee at this point, and he had toured around with Marky and Dee Dee and Barbara. Um, so I've heard that before. So, I've heard this, and yeah, I hear from people that know Jim, and I'm still like, I don't fucking believe it. Like I don't. It's so hard to believe that you know you hear these this this Dee Dee's favorite band was the Vapids. You know, at, at some point, it's like, what the fuck is that? How, how can that be true? That's true. Oh, I heard. it's in his book. That's Did nuts. You not read the, well, I the know, book? but it's like, just seems so like <laughs> out of this world. Like, how can that be possible? How could Dee Dee have a favorite band? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? He used to, he used to call Jim all the time when we first started dating, he would call That's quite often. Nuts. I, it was, it would blow me. Yeah. It would blow me away too. It was a, yeah. it was a lot. But I heard he was like maybe a, a guitar tech or something, or he toured with them, a roadie. Jim, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was driving them around, and then um, nuts, and then uh, he played with them, and then um, he played with them, like yeah, I didn't at know one that. point he was, yeah, and then, and then I'm trying to figure out what year it was, but then Marky came to town and played a bunch of Ramon songs with Jim singing. And uh, Steve and Gord from uh, Teenage Head. Jesus Christ, that's um, crazy! Like it was the it was amazing. <laughs> that was for three shows. It was really cool. That was really cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd heard this stuff from people that you know know him and friends of his, and I'm like, that can't be true. Like, <laughs> it you is. Know, how, do you, yeah, how did anybody yeah. play with a Ramon? You know what I mean? So that's yeah, so awesome. It was, uh, but I mean, he deserves it. He, I, I, Jim is. I know he's my husband, but he is so fast and so talented and yeah, so yeah. you know Ramones encompassing everything that I loved about the Ramones Jim has that too so it was it, it was kind of an easy fit 
I heard he like, I don't know. I heard he like studied the Ramones. <laughs> like he spent Stud- <laughs> like somebody said like he studied every song and every chord and he knows everything. It's like, oh, oh, wow. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that he knows them, but yeah, uh, I, yeah he's it's it's amazing. So yeah, we. Uh, we had that in common and that was I think the first time Jim ever came over to my apartment there was a picture of me and Joey framed <laughs> beside the bed and he was like what what is that he's a he's all yeah. jealous <laughs> yeah 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 he was he doesn't have a picture of him and Joey there's there's a picture of me and Dee Dee cool. right he doesn't have that yeah so, so you guys have was, like uh, do you guys have pictures in your house of like you and the Ramones together and stuff yeah That's yeah awesome. I've got them framed all over the place everywhere and then I've got like signed <laughs> drum heads and signed posters and That's yeah, cool. it's uh, but you know it it was so hard back then because there wasn't this like you didn't have that community of of Ramones fans until yeah. the internet came and then once the internet came then a bunch of us you know you could you could talk to somebody in Italy that was a huge fan or Brazil right where big yeah, yeah. following was or Tokyo or. Um, you know, wherever. So it was, it was, it was really uh, a great thing that brought all of us, the internet brought all of us Ramones fans together, which was nice. I wish I would have gotten into them when I was seven. You know, I was like, (laughs) probably like, I think I, I think I beat Jim there. I think he (laughs) may have been a little bit older than seven. So um, I still have that on him. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see rock and roll (laughs) high school until I was like 16, maybe, maybe 17 even. I don't know. I, I remember our first VCR when I was a kid. My my dad brought home Revenge of the Nerds and Police Academy. So, right? <laughs> the, and yeah. those two are are honestly, I am Revenge of the Nerds is one of my favorite movies Absolutely. in the world. I yeah. am a I am a huge uh, Revenge of the Nerd Nerds nerd. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, I just so my kids aren't allowed to really watch movies like that. I'm like, 80s were you know it was a different time, <laughs> you know. Oh. 80s let, R rated let, was a lot different, you know, or 80s we PG. Let our I should son say. Watch, watch Porky's. Oh yeah, Porky's was great. <laughs> Have, when's the last time you watched Porky's? Recently, and yeah, Porky's too is my favorite movie of all time. I think. Yeah, but I mean, I saw that when I was day? like eight or nine. You know, that's what I'm that saying. Young, and it's like, holy <laughs> right? shit! I can't believe I got to watch this. <laughs> I know. So I mean, boobs everywhere. Oh, There's yeah. boobs everywhere all the time. Amazing. Just gratuitous boobs, right? <laughs> All those great no, movies had that, though. You yeah, know? it was, right? really wasn't I a know. big deal. No, no, not at all. Some of the yeah. shit that it, you know, <laughs> in Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, that would never fly today. Never. Like, what the fuck is a frosh? And you know, just like <laughs> the whole, yeah. like it just would never no. fly today. You know, none of it. I was gonna say I watched uh, Tropic Thunder not too long ago. I don't know, if and I've I ever couldn't seen even that. believe. Oh, you have to watch that. But I mean, even. A movie, and I think that came out two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I, I even that would not uh, would not fly today. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I'll have to check. We'll that talk. Out. We'll talk after you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Once in a while, I go back. Those like those eighties movies are just unreal. <laughs> the language that they got away with, you know, and how yeah. they're. I don't know. It's cool. But yeah, rock and roll like high school. It. it was great. I know the whole movie off by heart. I've seen it so many Ow. fucking times that. Yeah. The only Ramon autograph that I have is uh, Riff Randall, you know, a still from that movie oh, she signed. Get out. Yeah. PJ Soul? Yeah, PJ. So when uh, Wayne, Wayne from the Connie Dungs, 
he uh, he went to a convention. And yeah. <laughs> he was in line wearing his dummy room shirt with her face on it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, right. I he saw called that. me. He called me and he's like, dude, I'm in line. PJ Souls is like, you know, 15 feet up and she's staring at me. <laughs> and he's like, I yeah, got yeah. I got your shirt on. I'm like, oh, shit. And apparently she thought it was pretty cool. And um, she called me. Um, she called me, but I didn't. I didn't. For, I didn't pick up. I didn't hear the phone or something. So she left me a voicemail, <laughs> which is awesome, you know. But even um, better, right? Yeah, and then he got a he got a autograph picture for me. So, which I awesome, you know. It's really cool. Nice. And I've been yeah, trying to right. I, I've been trying to get her on the show ever since. <laughs> oh, and she hasn't. Uh, I, it, she's hard to reach, you know. Yeah. I don't know how to reach her. Every once in a well, while, someone will someone will toss me a number of, I don't know, one of those convention people that can hook me up but i don't know it's just you know it's just a podcast i'm not gonna oh i love it know. i would love to have her on she's on that list too i'd love to hear those stories that would be great especially that uh the uh, uh the dream sequence there <laughs> yeah i'd love to know how how everything what happened in in that uh in that scene i think it'd be so weird to like you know that movie's 40 years old or whatever to like still have all these nerds talking about your character and bands named after your character right. and all this shit, how many songs and just all of that. Yeah. And people still think about it, you know, she's still I'll like, bet she never thought that when she was shooting it at all. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No, that's great. It's just cool. I'd love to have her on for that. So, yeah, I think it's cool. Like your history with the Ramones. Like I had no idea you were seven when you got into them, but like, what do you think now? Like, like, do you still um, listen to it's them hard. a lot? We, um, not a lot. Uh, we do, though, like, quite often. But it's, we do it seriously. Like, we'll sit and, and pull out a specific record. And then we'll listen to it back to back and and uh, talk about it. And then if we have a couple more drinks, Jim will get the guitar out. We'll start, <laughs> we'll start doing nice. the entire album. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, do you guys uh, do you guys agree on favorite albums, favorite songs, shit like that? No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> my favorite album, hands down, is Pleasant Dreams. Cool. I love it. I don't know if it's because, um, like, it reminds me of my youth and it reminds me of high school. And it, I think it was probably playing my first cigarette and my first kiss. And, <laughs> you know, it's just my first beer. It was yeah. just such a, such a coming of age. Oh, sorry such a coming of age. Are you sitting uh, at a drum set or what? Yes, this is where Jim put me so I wouldn't make any noise. <laughs> That's awesome. Right, sitting on the stool, it's not very comfortable. Um, yeah, so I can't remember what I was saying. Uh, oh, yeah, Pleasant Dreams, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah, my favorite album. And I think Jim's is Leave Home. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's a leave Leave Home guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, cool. So, what's yours? Um, I always go back to Road to Ruin. It's, oh, yeah. it's always been my favorite, yeah. but really, like, yeah. you know, it could be Leave Home Tomorrow, it could be Pleasant Dreams, Rocket to Russia on a, on a good day, yeah. you know? Yeah. But those are kind of like, those are the best, you know? I mean, there's gems throughout, on every album, of course, but those are the the albums that are just... You know, nonstop. You know, yeah, I, it's true. I used to not skip shit. You know, I I could listen to End of the Century and you know 
Animal Boy and not skip stuff. And now nowadays, it's like I find myself skipping songs. Skipping. Huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like Leave yeah. Home is just like a scorcher from start to end, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like the bigger sort of more melodious uh, albums. I like End of the Century, too. Yeah, I just um, it doesn't do it for me Subterranean Jungle. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is cool to go back and yeah. listen because I don't listen to them very often, you know. So it is cool yeah. to to go back and like put on Brain Drain because somebody tells me it's the best album. It's like you're nuts, and then it's like well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a listen. <laughs> How nuts yeah, is it? Yeah, but then you, know? you do you listen to it, and it's uh, it's Brain Drain is great. Yeah, and the, I always find like there's there's certain songs that you go back to and you're like, you know what, that song is actually really good. And then yeah. other songs, you're like, yeah, that's starting to wear down. <laughs> you know, it's starting to become a little bit <laughs> yeah. more corny than it was last year or something. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. But I, I love it. I love that uh, that that uh, this one band brings so many people together and, and uh, they've only gained fans over the years. Right. That I've yeah. watched because it was it was there was a time when <laughs> we were far and few between <laughs> in the in the mid mid 80s there the the later 80s yeah that, that must have been a weird yeah. time because that's you know Very metal weird. and stuff and they kind of they were yeah. kind of involved in that a little bit like you can see they didn't sound metal but the fans and them you know they all kind of they must have ran together a little bit you know yeah when joey started wearing the cutoff gloves <laughs> oh gosh yeah the, the leather <laughs> and pants changed to black yeah black pants as opposed to blue pants yeah uh, yeah, yeah, it was a it was an interesting time, but um, I wish that I had seen them prior to to uh, Dee Dee leaving. That's the one thing I I missed that somehow. Did you ever see Dee Dee solo or anything? Yep, yep. Actually, yeah. that's uh, the first time I ever met Jim. Uh, just very briefly, he was playing with uh, uh, Barbara Markey and Dee Dee played a show in Toronto. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just go and uh, and meet them. So I just walked, I just walked right backstage and opened the door, and uh, Jim was sitting there with with them. And I said, I gave my camera to Jim, and I said, "Can you take a picture with me and Dee and Marky?" <laughs> they said, "Okay." And that's he took, great. And he took a picture, and that's that's the one I have with me right in the middle of the two of them. It was great. Yeah. So, so technically, like his first picture of you was with you and Mark yeah, and Dee. <laughs> that's that's cool. right. He took it. That's why. It, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Awesome. Um, how that all worked out, but um, yeah. So I that was that was good. And they played they played a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Ramones songs. They were called the Remains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, I would hope they'd play all Ramones songs. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think maybe they played one or two of from Dee's solo albums that hop around. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I went through a phase too in about right when Dee's um, solo rap album came out, "Standing in the Spotlight." That was the best. That was the worst album, but it was the best at the same time. <laughs> I memorized every line to every song. <laughs> it was so good and bizarre. Yeah. Have you heard Jeff Palmer's version of it yet? I have. I <laughs> secretly have. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that I have. I don't but know. Yes, I have. Mike Kennedy was on the show and he kind of spilled it all. And I got Jeff. I called Jeff, be like, hey, <laughs> you know, and he's Uh-oh, like, oh, yeah. it's cool. It's cool. And that was weeks ago. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Jeff, Jeff well, sent it to me. I it's didn't, pretty wanna, good. 
I didn't want to, <laughs> didn't want to bust them or anything. Yeah, it's amazing actually. It makes something that was so important and corny not corny. <laughs> it, I don't know. He did, but but Jeff Palmer is a magician. He's, uh, I love everything that that kid does. Kid, that guy does. Yeah, <laughs> he's like two. He's like three years younger than me. I think no, maybe five. I remember when he played with the Guts. He, they used to stay at our place. That's cool. When they came through town. Yeah. 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 It, really nice guy. I heard his version. He sent it to me, and I was, I was like, yeah, this, this isn't as corny as I remembered, you know. So I kind of got back into that, you know. I was yeah. like, oh, this record's yeah. really good, and uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I, I like that yeah. he, he took, uh, you know, uh, he's doing something different. He's not doing brain drain is, or whatever, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, that's kind of, right. Yeah. Cool. I think it's, there might have been a couple of uh, drunken nights in the early 2000s <laughs> that Jim and I that Jim and I redid a couple of those songs for sure. We've done, uh, yeah, uh, Jim used to have, when we lived in Hamilton, he had a little recording studio in the basement. And we used to go down there all the time and just do the worst <laughs> stuff. It was terrible. Just terrible. Do you guys have like but just... Fun all this stuff of you guys recording or him recording sitting around the house, like demos and tons. stuff? Really? Yes, we have tons and tons and tons. <laughs> he saved it all. That's yep. awesome. Yeah, I know. I know. I, you know, he should, I think some of the stuff that he did by himself down there is fantastic. I think he should, he should put it out there. Yeah. Does he ever, uh, like, does he do anything with it? Like, does he ever go back? Like he needs a song idea for something new and, and pull I, from I the would old? imagine, I would imagine that he would. Yeah. I think he does. I don't really know his his process. <laughs> He's very, um, I don't know what goes on in his head when I, like, I know Jim. I'm married to him. He's a, he's a great person, a, a loving husband. But when he puts out those albums and I listen to the lyrics, it scares me. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I, so I don't really know. I don't get into his process. I don't know where he goes or where he finds this this dark, deep stuff uh but uh, it's, it's crazy man that last album that he put out was so good but so dark pretty so, intense it was intense that's exactly what it was and, i loved uh, it though so yeah me too i absolutely loved it but i i'm i'm gonna be honest with you it's it's uh it's scary one thing i love about jim's songwriting is he doesn't change you know the vapids yep. his solo stuff it all sounds like him you know, pretty it much does. for the most part, you yep. know, and he's got yep. just that style, like not many, you know, there's been a ton of Ramones core bands, right? There's been a ton of people trying to rip off the Ramones and there's only a few bands that really, that did it so well, but, and they stand out, you know, like they took the Ramones style, they did something a little bit different. And uh, I think like the Vapids, the Mugwumps and the Mangies, those are like the I best ones. Yeah, I agree with you fully. The the mugwumps are incredible. Uh, I could listen to them all day. Yeah, and I think it's the voice. Fantastic. I think it's the voice yeah. on these bands. Yeah, that makes them stand out. You put Joey on like a vapid song, <laughs> it's it's a Ramon yeah. song. You know, a, you know, That's maybe right. a more intense, angrier Ramon song, but it's still, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right, and it's yeah, it's hard because a lot of people, um, you know that that do the Ramones core stuff, um, there is an affect on the voices, right? Do you notice that? Like yeah. a lot of people put on sort of an affect, a, a snotty. I do that too, right? But um, <laughs> I, I do. It's, it's, 
it's funny, but um, but I find that there's like Jim and uh, Jay from Jagger Holly. Oh yeah, and uh, the Mugwumps. Um, it's pure and it's amazing. I love it. That's why those bands stand out for me. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I mean, there's a ton yeah. of great pop punk bands out there, but I think the bands that just sound like a, you know, like something the Ramones should have done. I think there's songs that Jim has written and Mugwumps have written and Mangies that, I mean, the Ramones would have put those on, you know, an album easily, you know? Yeah. Yep. I agree with you. That's awesome. I'm a huge fan, too. Yes. So I got to ask, and I asked you to get me a list, but give me your top five Vapids songs. (laughs) All right. You want me to start from one or number five? However you want to do it. All right. So number five. I have to go with Top Down, their cover, their yeah, Teenage Head teenage cover head. of Top Down. Yeah. Um, I love I that love version, teenage by head. the way. Yeah. Me too. I love everything about it. It's uh, It reminds me of summertime. It reminds me of going to see Teenage Head at these big giant festivals. Oh, they were like cool. Canadian party band for so many years <laughs> um, that I, I love it. And I love that song. And I love uh, Jim's take on it. into Teenage Head because of Screeching Weasel, of course. Ain't got no sense. Oh, yeah. You know, That's Wiggle. Right. I was like, what is this? Who is Teenage Head? That's the best band name I've ever heard. And yeah. uh, and then I, I finally <laughs> tracked the album. I actually got the CD. I went to London. I stopped in there and I, I was like looking. That was one of my, that was on the shopping list, you know. And I got the CD yeah. version of it. And I put it on and it's really great, you know. And I don't know, like I still listen to it every once in a while and I, I dig them. But, um, you know, it just it didn't grab me the way that, you know, it grabs some people. Like, some people just worship them, and, and um, I think they're cool, but um, but when I heard the Vapids versions, um, they kind of, you know, recharged those songs a bit oh, for me. Oh, that's great. Those songs are really good, and I, I guess I just needed to hear them in a, you know, in a, in a little bit different way. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, you know, they killed it. Yeah. 
I loved it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that's definitely I had to put that at number five. It would have been higher up the list, but since it was a cover, I had to keep it at number five. Yeah. So that was where I I came up with that one. Uh number four, uh definitely nine eighteen Fort Lee VA. What does that mean? <laughs> that is the uh birthplace of Dee Dee Ramon. <laughs> I'm an idiot. And birth date. So that's a, it's that's a, great, a song. great song. Yeah. Uh, Jim has a song about each Ramon. If you uh, look through. Yeah. The, yeah. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. 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 So I love that. And since we're talking about Ramones today, I thought that was, that was fitting. Yeah. We were talking about Dee Dee and I, that's a great song. Um, and that's from the point remains the same, which was a great album mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm going to go with number three is disconnecting. <laughs> totally cool song yeah and that is because i think that the song is about me going to bed listening to my podcasts <laughs> with the phone so close to my head yeah and so that's about <laughs> as close as i'm gonna get to uh having a romantic song written about me <laughs> uh it's about getting radiation from my phone is what i think he denies it but um, that's that's I'm I, I believe that he thinks he's going to get some sort of cancer from my phone being in the bed. So that's why that is number three, because that uh, that's about me, his his lovely wife. <laughs> number two. He doesn't write many love songs, does he? No, <laughs> no he doesn't. that's my only complaint. Right. I know I'd like one one in my life. I mean, I've given him a good. <laughs> 20 years of of my youth i i think i deserve at least one i think that would be a good idea um and number two is god bless the internet because god bless the internet i love the internet and i love that song the internet is like my favorite thing yeah i feel like that's like that's just like the classic vapid song you know i was i kind of expected that to be on the list the lyrics are clever um it 
I think he wrote it in 2003. So it, you know, it, it, uh, it was a time when MSN was a big thing. The Messenger. Yeah, yeah. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I thought that was funny. And then number one from my favorite album ever, Charm School Dropouts, uh, is Pocket Full of Nails. song from a, a, a cool record um i really like that one as well yeah i didn't see my favorites on there what are some of yours nate i love sign language that's a yeah, great song very good and yep. um my most favorite and I, I i wanted to ask you i'd really like to know if he actually wrote this but uh don't play games with my heart yeah i love that song that. and it's so different. it is a good song i thought about i thought about putting that on here and it's even got that little uh, uh, weird uh, guitar solo in it as yeah. well, yeah, which it's got uh, the... doesn't usually happen. No. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's a that's a great song. But yeah. yes, he did write. He wrote that. Um, I think it was for the split that he did with the Riptides. Yeah, the Riptides. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that's yeah. That, I yeah. think that's my favorite Vapids thing. It just seems like that song. It's always like I, I I'm pretty sure it says he wrote it, but I was like, yeah, it's way way popular than the other stuff. So. There was a few poppy songs on that album too. I think um, "Inside Your Palace Walls." Yep, yep. Um, was on there too. Oh, we can't do it. Yeah, we can't do it. 
Yeah. Which which was really cool, you know. Um, that's yep. on that one. Yeah, that's pretty that poppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think that the, a lot of those were were more. I think he took a a little turn to the poppy side. I'm okay yeah. with that. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. So absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, is there? I mean, I know. Th- <laughs> how often does he play? When's the last time he played? Like out? Yeah, yeah. Like actually played a show? Yeah. Um. Wasn't that long ago, was it? I think no, no, no. Ago? Right before, I think he right. No, it was right before the pandemic. He, okay. The, the Vapids played a bunch of shows. What are the odds that there's there's a Lorena's Vapids show ever together? Well, that would be <laughs> difficult because because uh, half of the Vapids are in the Lorena's now, right? It would be if we were to play again. It would be myself and Lisa, our guitar player, who's super fast too. She's almost as fast as Jim when she really? plays it's crazy yeah That's she awesome. is uh yeah she is uh, an incredible punk rock downstroke guitar player she was so good but she's married to scott so it would probably be scott scotty vapid on drums this is my 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 dream so it's like a double date you guys just go to... out and play a, yeah, a right. punk rock show Yes, we played one show like that, and we called ourselves the Lorapids or the Vapinas. The Lorapids. <laughs> cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was fun. It was so much fun to play. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think the. I, I don't know. Vapids will probably play again soon. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I think they played the when the Rap Bones came down right before the pandemic. Um, oh yeah, they yeah. A I bunch do of shows that. with them. Yeah, yeah. There was talk of. I, rem- I think it was I think John had said that he wanted them to play uh, the the Canadian Mom's Basement Fest. Maybe they were yes. gonna, but something happened. I think they were going to, and then yeah, I don't I don't know what happened there. I hope I hope uh, hope that goes on again this year. Yeah, I I would love to play again soon. Um, That'd be cool. But uh, we'll see. I've yeah. got to do a lot of convincing, especially Jim. Jim's the boss. <laughs> You think he'd want to play, you know, with you just Lorena songs, and then he wouldn't have to sing. Right? You think he'd want to play with me? It was hell for him. <laughs> he can't control me, and that's the problem: is that I'm too, way too much for him. I'm too loud. I'm too much. We all were. We when we were recording our album, he was supposed to produce it, and he lasted about an hour, and then he said, "I am out of here. You guys aren't listening to anything that I'm saying, and it's it's, you know, I need to have it." a certain way and so he left what was his vision for the album i don't know we weren't (laughs) listening to him that's what i'm saying we were it was we just went out there to have some fun and yeah yeah. looking at it as serious right so i don't know and then he played drums for us for a long time too once pete left the band so he he had to deal with us at that (laughs) point too yeah yeah i think he's both he's fascinated and and uh and and disgusted with me i think <laughs> i think that's that's how our relationship works that's awesome is yeah, he, so is I he a, is he a really good drummer too yes he's excellent at everything he plays everything he that's can awesome. sit down at a piano and play yeah so cool. i'm jealous of that because i have no musical talent whatsoever so <laughs> it's it's kind of kind of a, a, a jealous thing but <laughs> that's okay i like i like watching him do it it's nice yeah yeah no, I just I remember um, John sent me video that he took from a Hamilton show years ago, a few years ago at least, and I Vapids were that. playing, and it was like 
sounded good. It looked good. I was like, that might have been, you know, that night, I would have loved to have been at that place because they looked like they were on fire, greatest greatest band in the world for, Listen, for one night. I, I remember that show, and I remember looking up because Jim is older than me, um, and uh, he was bouncing around like you wouldn't believe. It was he's very nimble, and uh, it was they were on fire. It was great. You're right. It was it was an amazing show. Yeah, of course I'd never seen him, yeah. so I'm watching this video going, yeah, uh, I missed something. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, yeah. I gotta get to Canada. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that's... Well, I hope they play again soon. I hope I hope that they uh, they get something going. Yeah, I just that would I, be great. I, I know when I when I talk to people that are fans of the Vapids, they're just like they just kind of go on a little tangent about the Vapids for a while, like like you don't understand how good they are. I'm like I, I get it, you know. So they just oh that's nice. Yeah, it's really cool. So I like it. I agree, but I like I said I don't say it too often, which I guess <laughs> I should. I should tell them. <laughs> yeah, it's just cool that like like you guys are like these two huge Ramones fans and that's kind of how you met you know at it's least true. that was the bond yep. at least you know that's awesome yeah no I know it's it's a, it's I like it too because it means a lot to me I mean Ramones aren't just a band for me it was a, it's been a whole thing it's been my whole life almost right yeah. so it's um the songs mean a lot to me and, and the Ramones as a band mean a lot to me and um we watched that um couple days ago we watched uh, the video from it's alive was on youtube okay and it did it was the first time that either of us had seen it and we were just mesmerized and <laughs> i was almost in tears it brought me to tears it was so beautiful just seeing them in in what was it 77 it yeah. was amazing amazing it was a sight to behold <laughs> um what do you guys think of the the ramon solo albums i i like all of them uh, I like that D.D. Ramone one, Hop Around. Yeah, CJ's CJ's the king when it comes to the solo yes. records, I think. Yeah, well, he's, he's got a nice little career now. Not little, big. He's got a, he's, that's great. Yeah, he's good a nice guy. Him. You know, I just think yeah. his, his records were so good. Like, I listen to yeah. those more than any of them. And um, I when I listen to him, I'm like, yep, that would have been a really good yeah. Ramone song right there. <laughs> you know? Definitely. He's got albums full of hits, so... No, he, you got to give it to him because like I said, that, that escape from New York tour, I think it was his first time that he had gone on tour with Ramones and he nailed it. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. It was, he, he just, it was like he was, he was born to be there. So I have a lot of respect for him because that was, that was a hard time because it was 1990, right? Yeah. Such a weird, like crazy that they found the right guy, you know? Yes, like, perfect. So perfect. quickly, the perfect guy. Yeah, and yeah. he's still like, I mean, he's beloved, right? I haven't seen him. I haven't seen any him ever play without Ramones. I don't think. Oh, I haven't either. I haven't either. So yeah, he was on the show. He was super yeah. nice. Yeah, like, yeah. No, that was a great show. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't know. You know, you expect. <laughs> you don't. Ex- I, I mean, you hope that everybody's really nice, but you don't expect yeah. it. You know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe someone else isn't as nice. Maybe not. Maybe not that. Not that they're not going to be nice, but just not as outgoing as him. You know, and, and kind. He seems like such a kind person. Yeah. So no, he yeah. was he was awesome. He's he's my favorite. His solo albums were great. So yeah. Like I said, when when uh, when Johnny yelled at me, he was the one that came over <laughs> and said sorry. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, he so, yelled at yeah. you. He did. Yeah. He made me cry. 
Were you like, but you were pretty young, right? You said like 10th grade? Yeah, I was 15, I think. <laughs> 14, 15. Yeah. I mean, yep. that's for them. I mean, their core audience must have been, you know, teenage boys mostly, right? So to have younger no, girls. No, not even. No, no, it wasn't even that. It was old. It was old people. Older, yeah. Yes, like no teenagers. But mostly guys, right? were the guys, only teenagers right? that were there. Yes. Yes, mostly men, but but it was it was a very interesting crowd. <laughs> it was they were they were all like, um, yeah, like probably fifteen years older than I was at that point. Yeah, they so really they achieved old. something special, you know. Like they're this huge band, like the world knows them, but they were yeah. still like so. You hear these stories, like they they drove. They toured in a van, you know, they didn't have a bus right. and like they didn't play these huge shows, but they were still I, like so influential, so legendary, but they were just like they could live next door and, and you wouldn't even know, you know? Yeah. I mean, I used to, I had a couple of friends that lived in New York City when, you know, when they were all wandering around and, you know, you'd just <laughs> go to a bar and there'd be Joey and Weird. so it's uh yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. Just... I would have died. I would have died as a kid <laughs> running into them. Yeah. Oh, I remember going from hotel to hotel with my mom to try to find out where they were staying um, <laughs> when we went to that Darien Lake show. I I was a nut. Yeah. Your mom's like, what are you going to do when you find out? <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> that yeah. enough. But that's cool. That's cool. I've, I only saw, I saw Marky. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, that, that was so, like, surreal at the time. It's Marky Ramon, you know? It's just like, is this happening? That It was kind of one of those moments. So Right. Yeah. I know. But Oh, I'm glad you got to, to meet him, though. That's cool. Yeah, that was on uh, the Intruders tour. I think probably the first one for the first yep. album. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a big deal. I thought it was really cool. And, he you know, he did the whole he signed for every kid there and shit like that. So Oh, that's good. Cool. Yeah. Yep. But um Yeah. I mean it, I just it's so special what they did. Just to just to think of how how many people like how many t shirts and all the people that you know, every band loves the Ramones, you know? And completely. And they just seem like normal people. But not normal at the same time, you know? Totally normal. I mean, do you remember all those times that they'd go on the Howard Stern show and <laughs> yeah, just I hear love them watching and, those. and Marky fighting with Joey? Oh, and it's it the was best. just they just seemed so normal. And Marky could never win. Joey always had the upper hand because he was he was hilarious. It was the best. I would love yeah. to see more of more of like those candid kind of things with Joey because he's every interview that he's on, he's very witty, but yet he's he looks yep. so shy and timid. But he's got all kinds of one-liners that are just great. Dry you know? wit. That's yeah. right. Yes, I loved it. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Was, it was amazing. I can't even imagine as a young kid um, if they had YouTube and I could just watch <laughs> video after video. Because I, the only way that I remember we went on a, on a European vacation. I went with my family. And I was in grade 7, I think, or 8. And I bought some uh, VHS tapes of Ramon's live shows. And uh, when I got back home... I couldn't even watch them because it was a different, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Like PAL instead of NTSC? I can't, I, I have can't no remember, idea. but it was a different type of video okay. that it wouldn't play on my, on like my Betamax or something. So it was something like that, but the same shape as a, as a VHS tape. So you never watched them, but it was, a, I couldn't watch them. No, uh, they were useless. 
and a copy of Sid and Nancy, that movie by Alex Cox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved that movie too, and I wanted a copy, but I, again, I bought it in Europe, and it wouldn't work <laughs> over here. So, how, how times have changed, you know? Yeah. See, yeah, I could have just hopped on YouTube, but uh, yeah, different different times. But oh. that's good. Yeah, that's really better cool. for the music fan, right? You can get a hold of a lot of other stuff. Yeah, it kind of. It's it's good and bad, you know. It's it's really good, but at the same time, I remember being a teenager and discovering punk rock and just ordering a, a seven inch for three dollars and discovering a new band and right. wanting to love it because you paid money for it. And nowadays, it's like, <laughs> yeah, who the fuck right. are these guys? And you Google yeah. them, look at their band camp, and you're like, this is awful. Listen to everything. That's right. <laughs> you know, but yeah. but at the same time, I would have never heard of, you know, uh, you know. The Apers or the Mangies, you know. Yep. Actually, I didn't. Yep. Which that's not true because I the first time I heard the Mangies was because I bought a seven inch here, but but you know what I mean. Like nowadays, yep. like the Mugwumps, I, you know, I'm not sure if I would have heard of them had it not been for the internet and Monster internet, Zero Records right? and yeah, so right, good and bad. Yeah, I don't even know. I I don't even know how Jim was into the Mangies like years and years and years ago um i don't even know how those two i think they toured and in and played a show in hamilton but um i'll never forget like you know i i don't remember the first time i heard the ramones just because actually when i first heard them i wasn't like a huge fan because like i saw them probably on mtv or something you know pet cemetery didn't blow my mind you know but um certain bands i I remember the first time i heard screeching weasel and the mangies you know, and the Descendants. So those nice. Those are the bands, and I—it's life changing, almost. You know, it is so. life changing, absolutely. <laughs> but the Ramones were—they were part of it, though, for me. Like once I really, actually, it took like—I want to say—I became a Screeching Weasel fan first, and when I heard the Screeching Weasel version of the first record, that's when you I know, was like, "Whoa!" I. Had, that blew my mind, and then I, you know, I heard the Ramones version. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like oh, this is that's interesting. Yeah, that was really, I think, the moment. I mean, I had heard the Ramones, and mm-hmm. you know, me and my friend, we had, we had some Ramones stuff going between us, but it wasn't, it wasn't like the good stuff. Maybe it was like Ramones mania, maybe mania. You know, yep. might have been, yep. might have been brain drain or something like that, but. Yeah, it it really took Screeching Weasel playing that first album, and then I'm like, these songs are awesome. Then you go back and listen, it's like, oh, this is a whole new world opened up, you know? It's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember getting album after album, and every every album was different. So it was yeah. it was pretty amazing. So what was the first album that you bought? Was it Pleasant Dreams? Rocket to Russia. Rocket to Russia was the first one. Yeah, and then uh, and then then it was End of the Century. And then the, they they just kept coming after that. I think I I might have bought them all. We had a really really good record store called Star Records here in Oshawa. Okay. And uh, he carried everything, so I could just go there and he would pull it all out for me. And I think I bought the entire discography <laughs> up to uh, up to the the time. Yeah. At that point. Do you yeah. remember the first Ramones album that was like brand new that you bought? Like you didn't have to go back. That I bought that I'd never heard. Yeah, like you actually went and bought on release day or something. Oh, um, no, I don't. I don't remember. I think... uh, Mania, maybe. Yeah. Maybe Mania. I was excited when that came out just because. 
<laughs> it was a compilation yeah. of everything. Yeah. I honestly, right? I think, I think we had ass. Me and my buddy had acid eaters going between us, and I was like, "This is awful." Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, "This is, yeah, yeah. this is trash." No. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like acid eaters. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Audios amigos. I remember I bought that no. when it was new. Um, I was already into them, and that yeah. was like for me. You know, I was I was in high school, and that that kind of blew my mind. I was like, "This is the best," you know, really good Ramones. And at that point, I wasn't really, you know, I might not even have had Leave Home yet. I don't even know. So, oh, but Leave Home was one of the first uh, older ones that you got. Um, I actually, I think the first older one that I got, I remember having Pleasant Dreams for a while, and then um, Rocket <laughs> to Russia. You know, nice. Yep. Just that's what you could find. You know pre-internet yeah. days you'd find used stuff at the record store and <laughs> that's what you pick up that's right those albums were so good i'm anxious to to see what what else comes out you know like after the end of the century box set you know hopefully they keep yeah, going because i'd love the pleasant dreams one i can't wait for that oh i would love that too completely yeah we'll see i don't know i don't know what's going on over there and i don't know who who's in charge of all of these i have no idea I think it's Linda, and I think Linda has a lot to say. Her and, and Mickey? Her and Mickey don't like each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mickey no. listened to, um, it was so funny, just like, Linda was on the show like a couple years ago, a, two, a year and a half ago. Mickey just listened to it like a month ago, and he posted I, about it. I saw that. He I was saw like, this that. is all bullshit. I did. <laughs> and I'm like, I saw that. don't be mad at me. Like, Linda, <laughs> you know, this is on Linda, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they don't like each yeah. other. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I get it. I kind of, I, I get it. They both have different uh, different ideas of how things should be done. Ugh, how cool is it, though, you know? Like, the shit that yeah. they've seen and and have and have access to. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you know, like I know. Everything. And, you know, it would be cool if they could work together and maybe the fans could benefit, you know, a little bit. Uh, we get, uh, like, the ultimate documentary. Yeah, like a, I'm like glad that movie. I'm glad that I'm glad that Mickey's going ahead with the Joey Ramone birthday bash. So that's great, good, good for him. I, I think um, I think uh, an American or Canadian Ramones museum would be fun. That would be great. Yeah, have you been I think to, the that one would to Berlin? Be fantastic. I haven't. I've never been to Berlin. I haven't either. We got as far as Munich, and that's it. I would love. I think it'd be cool if there was one in New York. You know, that seems appropriate. I know. I, I, you know, it's strange that there isn't one. Yeah. We went know. to uh, the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame once, and they had a, a little Ramon section there. But I can't remember what they had. I, I went there one time, and I, I just remember Prince. Um, they had a Prince <laughs> uh, thing with Prince's outfit. And I was like, yeah. how small was that guy, you know? He's very it. small. <laughs> he was a small man. Yeah. Very small man. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah. I remember that, but I don't remember any Ramon stuff. I think that's all... I, that Jim and I were looking for. <laughs> we were in there <laughs> looking for the Ramon stuff. I think there was a pair of chucks there and like some cool. drumsticks and some lyric sheets maybe. I, I Honestly, I can't remember though. I will have to go back and, and take a look. Have you ever heard of the EMP Museum in Seattle? No. What's That's that? That's the um, uh, Experience Music Project, I believe. It's like, a, oh, yes. it's like the Jimi Hendrix Museum. Yes, um, but no, yes, but I, I have never been. They, they were doing, this was maybe 2000, 2001. They were, they were having a, like a, like a Minneapolis display 
So they had a bunch of replacement stuff oh. and Husker Du and Soul Asylum and, you know, Suicide Commandos and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, I wow. I fucking flew to Seattle. <laughs> you just, did? Just did to go you? to that. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 a great story. It was it was fun. Oh, I love that. But it was like, I don't want to say it was. I oh, don't know. No. Like it was just like a little corner in the museum, <laughs> you know. But it, they oh, still no. had some cool shit. Like they had like the original <laughs> yeah. cash register from the Seventh Street entry, that kind of shit, you know. Oh, that's so it was great. Like, it was still really neat, but um. Uh, and you got to go to Seattle, right? That's fun. Yeah, that was like my first time flying, so it was kind of. You know, oh no! But it was That's cool. Big, I, I got to go to all the trip. record stores there. You know, some yeah. pop records and stuff. I, I went and did a bunch of shit just by myself. But I remember being at the museum, and you weren't supposed to take pictures. And this is like pre-cell phone, you know. And I had like one yeah. of those disposable cameras, and I got caught taking pictures. No! Did they take your camera? <laughs> no, they didn't. But you know, oh. they were watching me like a hawk. But oh, you know, no. there's like a bunch of. Gy- I'm not a Jimi Hendrix fan at all, but they had his amps yeah. and all that shit there, and a bunch of. Seattle stuff, you know, but yeah. I went to fil- to film school in Vancouver, cool. so we used to go see shows in Seattle all the time. It wasn't wasn't that far of a drive. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, it was great. I never, I didn't see any shows when I was out there. I just went record shopping, and um, my wife and I, I guess we, after we got married, I guess a honeymoon. I don't know. We drove oh, to fun. Seattle in Vancouver, and just just did nothing. Just kind of went wow. out there and <laughs> you know did, yeah, did yeah. nothing really so but no i really That's liked a nice it honeymoon there. yeah it was cool you know we jim camped. and i went to disney world oh yeah <laughs> <For our honeymoon. laughs> that's cool yeah it was fine yeah i've i've never been there so really no no but i think i i think a happiest place on earth i don't know i've never been there <laughs> jim doesn't seem like he would want to go to there like that's not oh, his thing listen. Jim and I are amusement park junkies. Really? Before, yeah, before we had Zenit, our our son, we yeah. would like drive all over the place to go to amusement parks. He loves them. Really? He's a, he does he go on rides a, like roller coasters, Ferris wheels? Yes. What's his favorite? Everything. He likes roller coasters, the wooden ones. I don't. Oh, and then he really? complains because he yeah because he hurts his back usually because he's old. <laughs> right? How do you hurt your back on a roller coaster? Well, those wooden ones, they, they knock you around all over the place. Oh, okay. I've never been yeah, on one. Yeah. I, I'm scared to death of roller coasters. What? And I will no. not. I don't do water slides either. Oh, yeah. Nate, you're I've, missing out on so much fun. I've, I've, I've literally never been on, down a water slide. Ever since I was Get a kid, uh, I remember go, we have a, in Wisconsin, we have something called Wisconsin Dells, like Noah's Ark. Right? I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. It's a water capital park of the world. And we used to go there when I was a kid. My brother would go down water slides, and I would just watch. <laughs> I no, do. and you still, as an adult, you've never been. No, never. I, I, just, I have a fear of. It's really the, those enclosed ones, you know, like those I two ones. I have yeah. like major issues with, you know, getting trapped in there or something. You know, claustrophobic issues. <laughs> yeah, don't watch YouTube. Sometimes oh, I'm so, I do. I'm so sick that I watch those amusement park deaths. I like that. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. those types of shows. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've, I've seen quite a few of those water slides. People go right off the side. I know. That's crazy. crazy. I, I actually, yeah. I'll, I'll watch those because I'm like, see, I, that's why <laughs> so I don't you're do like, it, you I'll know? never go off. <laughs> that's what you get. You know, that'll never that's be right. me. I do dumb that's shit, right. but I don't do that. So yeah, I liked um, when I was a kid, the uh, like uh, Tilt-A-Whirl. Remember that ride? Mm-hmm. 
Martin, yeah, you like, barf from that. Yeah. I don't think I ever barfed. I was on a ride no? once. I went to a, a county fair in Madison, and um, I, it was like one of those rides that it like shoots. It, you're in a thing, and it goes around, and then it goes up all of a sudden, up and down like it's a bird. His wings are flapping what? kind of thing. I was on one of those, and the bar that holds me in came loose. <laughs> are you <laughs> like, serious? Like the whole fucking thing popped up. And I like just held on for dear life. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe that's a terrible 11, story. Eleven years old. Oh, can you imagine? No. <laughs> Listen, but if you if you did fall out of there, I mean, imagine the kind of money you could make from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I don't die, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't die, if you say you just you'd want like just like a broken leg or an arm or something like that, you wouldn't want to really get fucked up. But no, yeah, it would might would be good. Yeah. Maybe that maybe that's why I don't like roller coasters. I don't know. I've never I've been on like the little kitty ones, you know. With I think yeah. I I, t- I think I took my daughter on one once, and I'm like, this isn't so bad, <laughs> you know. It's like one of those like yeah. turtle ones, you know. So yeah, yeah. That's well, that's cool. good. Yeah. What's your favorite ride um, when you guys go? You like roller coasters? Um, yeah. There's a there's a giant roller coaster at uh, Cedar Point in Ohio in Sandusky, Ohio, and it's called the Top Thrill Dragster. <laughs> And it is huge. It's the biggest thing. It's the scariest looking thing you've ever seen. And it goes so high. You just shoot straight up it and then down the other side. No way. And that, uh, yes, I love that. It's great. Do you guys like skydive or anything stupid like that? No, I would never do that. No, no. I don't even like to go into Toronto because I'm afraid I'm going to get pushed onto the railway, like onto the subway. Oh, okay. Tracks or something. Yeah. So I'm afraid of a lot of things, just not rides. Have you ever been up in the CN Tower? Yes. But not not for a long time. Ugh, I was up in the Space Needle. I did yeah. that in Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought oh, this is nice. crazy. Like yeah. I can't believe I'm doing this. And then I looked at the CN yeah. Tower and I'm like, oh, that's three times taller. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. It's scary. I, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of terrorists too. So I would be afraid to go up there in case somebody did something to the elevator or something. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's been a long it's been a long pandemic, Nate. <laughs> I'm afraid of everything yeah. now. I'm afraid of disease. I'm afraid of, you know, dictators. I'm afraid of. Uh, yeah, there's a whole pile of stuff. It's going to take years of therapy to get me back to normal. <laughs> I think. I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot. Of, laugh about I it. think it, it's weird how much. And I don't think we see it yet. Like, I think in a couple of years, we'll realize how much changed just because of the pandemic, you know? Like, I go, I Completely. think back of, like, pre-9-11, and it's like, how much has changed since then? It's like, right? it seems like everything has, you know? Yep, and, yep. And now, I think because of the pandemic, in a couple of years, we'll be like, I can't believe we used to we used to do that, you know? I know. <laughs> Listen, I just, they've lifted all the mask mandates and everything around here, but it's still, yeah. you know, like everybody's still wearing them. It's freaky. Yeah, not here. <sighs> I mean, they still, they lifted that shit, but, you know, here it's, it's, uh, it's not the same, <laughs> you know? Like, no. most yeah. people aren't wearing them or never did or never wanted to and would bitch about it and. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, you know how it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I do. So. Half of Americans yeah. <laughs> were, were arguing with the other half about masks, you know, could be worse. Oh, we had it here too. We had, they shut down our capital for uh, three Oh weeks. yeah, you had the truck thing. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. I was obsessed with that too. I would watch that every day on YouTube. It was great. Yeah, I was going to ask you, whatever, ha- not to change the subject, what you told yeah. me like a year ago, you were going to start a podcast. Whatever happened with that? It was a great idea. I just, yeah, I have all kinds of ideas, Nate. <laughs> I, I get into these things. Yeah, yeah. I, um. 
research them. My newest thing now is uh, a YouTube channel where I go from theme park to theme park, eating and drinking. <laughs> that sounds good. And so too. we're gonna yes. So that's my plan for the summer. We'll see how that works out. Okay. Um, podcasts. I don't know if I if I could. You know what? I'd need a partner that would be able to carry the conversation along with me because I, I don't think I could do like, you know how sometimes you, you are able to just go on, on your, on your own. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd have a problem with that. I don't think I could, could do that. I can't, I can't, I can't go on by myself. Like once in a while I have to record an intro by myself and it's the worst. Well, like, you feel I, kind of like, like an asshole talking to yourself, right? It's weird because when I'm driving, yeah. I talk to myself. I talk to myself <laughs> at work and it's so weird. I get busted <laughs> yeah. all the time. Like, so I'll, I work at schools right. a lot and teach and be like, They'll look at me. I'm like, sorry, I'm just thinking out loud. You know, that kind of yeah, right. stupid saying. But I do it all the time. But when I put a mic in front of my face and I'm trying to record a uh, two-minute intro, I'm like, uh, what do I say? You know, and I have to redo it yeah. 10 times. But you had the idea. And can I, can I, can I talk about it? It's a brilliant idea. You were gonna Which get idea? To oh, The yes. idea with across the street from your kid's school, there was a bar or something? There's a bar, yeah. So <laughs> and I you was, and your I... friend were going to go there and drink in the afternoon and watch parents That's come right. pick up their kids or something yes well <laughs> no we um it, there's a bar it's a it's a it's a it's a restaurant yeah bar uh that uh is across the street from my son's school and every friday uh we go and have a wet lunch there's about six of us broads <laughs> that uh that go there we we have a nice lunch and we drink and then we walk over and pick up our kids and it's friday right so nobody really cares yeah, yeah. Um, and wet lunch. Uh, and it's <laughs> I love yeah, that. it's a wet lunch. It's a wet lunch, and it's super fun. So I thought if if we could turn that into a podcast and talk about different things at this restaurant, but then you know you got to deal with the sound issues. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm I, I'm probably going to say something that would get me canceled immediately anyway. <laughs> right? I'm not uh, I'm not polished. I'm yeah, not yeah. refined. Um, well, that's so, the that's the beauty of the editing part. You can you right. can say bad things. I do it every once in a while. <laughs> but then something you say now, right in you know a year from now, somebody's going to go back and find that, and oh, yeah. I'm going to have said something, and it's going to be a disaster, and then I'll lose all my clients, and <laughs> I'll be out of a job, and yeah. my kid will be embarrassed of me, and you know I got to think about these things. That just means somebody's listening, though. But I, I think I think you're right. I think, I think the conversation at a at a bar restaurant just on a casual Friday, um, it's very loose. But I think once you put a microphone in front of your face, yeah, people it would not start be to watch what they say, and it's just not very natural, you know. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I say so shit, I, I say I'll... dumb shit all the time, and every once in a while, I'm like, I have to think about it at, when I'm editing. I'm like, you know what? I believe I contradicted myself this time from a couple right? weeks ago. I, I, <laughs> that's what I do all the time. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I say wrong things. I know like a very I know a little bit about a lot of different topics, but I don't really know a lot of stuff. So <laughs> yeah. I would you know, I'd pretend that I did and then uh, I get myself into trouble. So yeah. I don't know, but I do. I do need some sort of creative outlet. I feel as though I have uh, have stuff to say. I feel like um, I uh, the the world needs me in their lives. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I like the food and drink idea at the theme parks. That's pretty cool. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Can you drink at theme parks? Like a lot? You can. Can you? Okay. Uh, yeah, you can. Um, it's 
around here, there's uh, like specific spots you can drink. And we have a big theme park called Canada's Wonderland, um, where there are areas you can drink. But if you cross the border and into Buffalo, there's a place called Darien Lake. Okay. And uh, you can drink all over the place. You can walk around with your booze. You uh, you Americans are loosey-goosey in some states with that. <laughs> I live in Wisconsin. I like it. It's everywhere. I like it. Yeah. yeah. See? <laughs> um, That's right. <laughs> does your does um does your son watch those YouTube videos like gaming videos and stuff? All of them, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, there's like some family yeah. ones. You could maybe do that and involve drinking, like well, watching your kid game, and you and Jim just sit there and get drunk and make fun of them. And um, can you imagine how that would go over? <laughs> oh, we the child abuse people would come and get us. I. My, right? You have to be my, very careful. My son's always playing whatever game he's playing, and I'm. Yeah. I tease him quite a bit whenever I can, you know. So, I don't know. I, I could see that being kind of a fun idea. Yeah, yeah. It would be great. My son Miles, the other night, we, we were playing uh, Monopoly on the Switch. You ever play that? Oh, that's fun. Yes, it's we have that. The yeah, only way to play it. now. But all my kids and me were playing, and Miles is five, and of course he wins, but he. Yeah, he wins. My, 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 my son Eli was getting mad at him, and he's like, you can't, it's not all about winning. And, oh, he's, and he said, I don't, he's like, sometimes I think about you losing. <laughs> and it's like, well, he's, he's not wrong. He's a very witty kid, but it's yeah, true. that might be fun. A podcast oh, with a kid gaming and his mom and dad drinking, making fun of him. Yeah. But I, I think again, <laughs> yeah, my son is very sensitive, right? He's oh, okay. an indoor type of kid. Uh, he, he, uh, he wouldn't appreciate that. I don't think. Hey, what was up with him living in a box for spring break or whatever that was oh that was a pretty good box yeah <laughs> yeah there was a box and uh, he just he liked it in there that's cool uh, usually sometimes it's a sleeping bag um but uh, i can't remember what the box was from but yeah yeah he's a, he's, a, he's a we used to do that interesting when I was a kid. kid set up a box yeah. cut a door in there put a pillow yeah <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome that's right yeah, yeah a little little window great great time i don't know should we end it yeah, yeah, I think we've been going for a long time, man. I'm kind of sorry. Fun, no, no, absolutely, no. It's, it was great. It was great. Fun Ramones episode doesn't always have to be about Ramones, you know. Just talking with a right? huge Ramones head is just as cool. Yes, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. I like I said, uh, it feels like I know you because uh, I've been listening to your show for so <laughs> so long. It's always weird. It's always weird when I people say that like I don't know them and they know. I've had people like tell me things and i'm like how do you fucking know that oh you mentioned on the yeah show. oh okay i'm an idiot but you forgot yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm True. like how do you know that about me that's weird but uh yeah yeah well it was a blast having you on i'm glad we well, could thank you finally so much, make it happen. and short notice like that was awesome anytime and uh i will do my best to convince <laughs> jim to do stuff like this uh you don't I have think to he would, tell him I'm, he would be fun tell him he's on the list and i'm i'm coming for him <laughs> i will for so. sure all right have a good night. We'll talk to you later. I will. Thank you so much, Nate. Take care. All right. Next week, um, not a fucking clue what's happening. Not sure if there's going to be a show. I'm going to try really, really hard, though. So until then, stay safe, stay cool. Happy Ramones Day. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>